Hello and welcome to episode 60 of That King Thing, the brotherly podcast where three brothers talk about video games and just about everything else we think of while doing so. I am your host Thomas and I am joined by middle brother Joshua. Hola, senors and senoritas. Little brother James. Hello everybody. But with it being episode 60, we have a special guest who's technically a returning guest because he has been on the show before. It's Phil Austin from Don't Lose Your Headline. Hello Woo! again, King Brothers 3, how are you? All good. Orientar. All good. <laughs> Orientar? Okay. We three kings of Orientar. Uh, one in a taxi, one in a car. One on his scooter, that's me. Beep I didn't know, didn't know you were going to do the whole thing. Jesus, I regret this already. Thomas <laughs> likes taxis. Well, no, Thomas has got a car. No, I've got a car. Drive. And so I've got the scooter. <laughs> there you go. We fit Look, that I'll, song so well. Fine, I'll try again. Hello. All right. Hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, yes, Phil. Phil, for those who don't know, is host or co-host of one of our favourite podcasts, as Three King Brothers. In Don't Lose Your Headline. We've been there before. Well, I've been there before. Phil's been here before. The other two have been here in Brett and Chris. Phil's here to try and regain his status as alpha podcaster and improve his mastermind score from last time, I think, aren't you, more than anything? Um, yeah, I have bones to pick with you about the mastermind thing. <laughs> Don't worry, he's, he's, been, he's been heavily debated and there's been internal um, investigations as to question writing since your original appearance. Oh, so you mean I can't expect calibre questions such as what purple sign spelled G-A-M-E belonging to yeah. the game? <laughs> that exact question was what brought up in the inquest. What has a purple logo? Yes. It, w- it, wasn't, it wasn't that. It was, it which wasn't game there. retailer has a purple logo that says the word game on it? Like, <laughs> right, Joshua. It still took Brett a while. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> so... But, um, yeah, well, um, I don't know. What have people been doing this week? That's what we usually do now, isn't it? So I'll I'll let you guys Um, fight over who wants to go first. Last Friday, I finished off Sniper Elite 4's story. Okay. There's not really much of a story to him, really. You just do stuff, and by the end of it, you kill a bad guy. Isn't that the story of of most games anyway? You do stuff, then kill the bad guy. Yeah, but you do this one so slowly and sneakily that you kind of forget what the story is other than the objective you're doing at the time. I see. I see. So, yeah. Any, anything else? Um, I, I found a way to avoid the turrets on it. You can walk around them so they're not looking at you, but I always forget that I'm walking around them, pull up my sniper scope and shoot a guy, and then the turret's looking at my ass, shooting me. So, uh, fun. I see. Just going a fun Hot. way to die. Sounds, <laughs> sounds brilliant, Joshua. Thanks. No, but okay. <laughs> what about you, James? Anything? Well, I've been audacious this week. <laughs> Don't start that. <laughs> you, we're gonna have text? to explain. We're gonna have to explain that in a minute. So. Yeah. Um, well, we made a new pro club team, didn't we? we played a bit yeah, we of played that. some FIFA for a change. Um, Grand Theft Auto played yeah. uh, them new special race things that are quite fun. Yeah. Um, and I've just been doing zombies. On Black Ops Three, preparing for Chronicles. Yeah. Well, in my world, I've 
got my racing rig back out and I've officially played a set of Corsa, Project Cars, Dirt Rally and Grid 2 all with oh, my yeah, steering wheel just two. to get in the mood for Dirt 4 that's coming um, and some other games that are coming as well so I've done that rebranded the YouTube channel from our old ridiculous days of Smash Force Team Go to just be me <laughs> as TK Gaming so I've rebranded that and me and you have done some live streams haven't we James? Yeah which is where the audacious thing comes from because we were just shooting from the halfway line on FIFA going, that's audacious, that is ridiculously audacious. So we just kept shooting and just said, as long as you shout the word audacious before you shoot, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we decided. Um, <laughs> and that's about it, really, I think. I've, I'm sure I've done something. Oh, I finally got Cadwell's gold on Elder Scrolls Online. I've done all three factions now. Um, and I've started doing little bits of... Um, DLC stuff now, just to muddle through time until Morrowind arrives. But I've done it. I'm happy now. I feel like I should have a party popper. Yeah. Nobody appreciates what I've done, though, because I posted a picture of me with Cadwell's pot on my head that you get when you've done Cadwell's gold, and, like, zero people were interested. <laughs> Sorry, I had to kill a moth pot them. All <laughs> oh, right, that's what that was. Yeah, me killing a moth that flew up my face. I'm very surprised just... you didn't hear me yelp. <laughs> well, you obviously managed to at least work out where the mute button was for the yelping. It'd be nice if you'd have worked it out <laughs> during the smacking. I could have saying. picked a quieter object. It's a pack of pens that's like all felt tips, so it did just shook. <laughs> Smash. And then Phil, what have you been up to this week in the world of gaming? Well, uh Planet Coaster. I played that loads. Um <clears throat> This is a really good game if you want something to chill out to. Um, and it's stupid addictive. It's it's, the, it's uh, effectively a, a like a. It's a spiritual successor to yeah. Roller Coaster Tycoon, yeah, because they That's they what... couldn't. It's essentially the team that made that who went away and then made Planet Coaster when the ah. rocks wouldn't move essentially. So, uh, yeah, and it's just is very very good. So I, I play that when I'm wanting to chill out. Um, I have been playing. What else have I been playing? Uh... See, it's a funny week this week because mostly I've been playing card games and haven't been anywhere near a computer. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the perfect week to come on your podcast. Uh, I have been playing some more PS2 games though. Went oh, back yeah? and went back and started making my way through the Soul Reaver series. Nice. Yeah, I love them Good games. Choice. I really like the story. Um, otherwise, I've been playing a really, really old game called Dungeon Keeper 2. Don't know why, I just fancied it. Just fancied playing that. Uh, yeah, I wondered why you might have been playing through that again. Yeah, just, just, just fancied it. Thought, maybe we. Path, why not? No yeah, problem. maybe your ulterior motives will become clear later in the show. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they can't <laughs> figure that out. Um, <clears throat> that's it, really. A set. I have played a set of Corsa when you said that, and I refunded. Yeah. I ended up refunding that. Do you know what? I can't I've... get on with it. I have struggled with it. I, When I say I've played it, I've been doing the sort of introductory part of the career where you drive in the, um, I don't know, you're driving the Fiat and the um, Alfa Romeo and stuff like that around. And I do like it as a game, but I don't know, the, the AI doesn't seem too brilliant to race against and things like that. And I do, I've ended up going back to Project Cars as a consequence Yep. Even though that is still pretty buggy on console. Um, but Project Cars 2 is coming, so I just wanted to get yeah, back I into found, it, really. I, found, I, I couldn't get on with Project Cars for the longest time just because the force feedback stuff in that is just stupid. But um, 
I managed to find some stuff for how to essentially set the FFB and then you can slightly adjust it dependent on the cars. And that was yeah. that's changed project cars for me. I can, I can I play that and I really enjoy it. But a set of Corsa, I, there is something about the force feedback that drives me nuts and I can't figure out what the thing was, but it just made my driving beyond atrocious. Yeah, and, uh, I, I'm not very good at SSO Corsa either. Way, the only way I can explain it is it makes the car feel hollow. And that doesn't even make sense. I can't... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know how to explain it. It just feels really hollow, like you're driving cardboard around the track. That's uh, I don't okay. know. But anyway, so I didn't get on with it. I ended up, I ended up refunding that one. Yeah, I'd, in a way, I don't blame you. Just considering my experiences, I don't yeah. blame you on that one. Yeah. Um, I do want to give just before we move on to the normal news. Uh, I just want to mention to PS I Love You XOXO, which was the kind of funny games podcast done by Colin Moriarty and Greg Miller and over the last sort of 18 months or so that they've done that, nearly two years or something like that, I've always listened to that, even before I had the PlayStation, just because the chemistry on it between the two of them was awesome. And it's always been a little bit of an inspiration for some of the things that we like to try and attempt to do here. So, But they did their last ever episode this week after Colin Moriarty left kind of for the game. So just really a shout out to some inspiring people who... You hopefully make this us. podcast better than it was when it first started after we've listened to them and initially inspired us to do this kind of thing as well <laughs> so yeah so thank you guys at PSI love you and hopefully Greg Miller's new stuff that he decides to do will be as good and I'll just harass him on Twitter forever until he's like oh god you <laughs> British guys just come on my show and leave me alone so that's my plan of action to get us noticed. Do it. <laughs> yeah. So we'll go on to the normal news. Je t'aime, Phil. <laughs> what? It means what? I love you, Phil. Yeah, I know In what, what it means. Language? In what language? I know what French. it means. I just. Yeah. I thought French. it was j'adore. Not. Je... What you did should... you say? Je t'aime is like. Oh, so you oh, just yeah. like him. There oh, well, go. Google's lying to me. J'adore is love. Google's lying to me, the bitch. Oh, actually, no. J'aime might be love. Uh, French is weird, isn't it? Because if you're referring to a person or a place, it changes. Or it can change. Yeah. I wonder if it is. Yeah, you might be right, you know. It might. All know, right, well, anyway, it was supposed to say I love you, Phil. Well, thanks. Yeah. Anyway. It's, it's uh, all right. No problem. It's a weird name for this section. It really is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> News might fit it better, maybe. <laughs> it, you could have gone with, like, J'adore le news. Nah, I prefer I love you, Phil. Okay. I like you it. could have saved that, though, for, like, the asking Phil questions bit or something. Just That's that. a statement like more than a question, though. I'll, I'll keep I'm... the sound bite. I'll, I'll use it tonight. <laughs> for the bank. <laughs> um, there appears to be a lot more news this week than there was last week I don't know if that's because we've had an extra day in the sense that we recorded a day earlier so some stuff that we would have picked up on the Wednesday last week has rolled over I don't know but I'm just going to blast through it and we'll briefly talk about things as we go through them um, a western MMO called Wild West Online um, was originally going to be going to Kickstarter and Steam Early Access, but now it's going straight into development uh, with a beta this summer and then should hopefully be available later this year. Um, it looks a lot Red Dead Redemption-y, and it does look rather cool, but it is obviously just a PC MMO at this point, 
whether it'll make its way to consoles is a different matter. But I don't know if anyone had a chance to have a look at this after I brought it yeah, up. I haven't looked at that one, though. I haven't, no, but Westerns are in. <laughs> Excellent start to the news. Have you looked at it? No. Nah. Nah. Westerns are in, though, at the minute. They are. Well, we'll we'll cover that momentarily, because, <laughs> yeah, Western is the theme of this the end of this year, I think, isn't it, really? Really, yeah. yeah. So... I don't know, do you think you'd play it? Do you think you'd try I'd it? I'd play it. I'd probably try it. It but does look a lot like Red Dead. It does. It is quite a lot like Red Dead in terms of its look. What its play style will be like it is out for question. Mm. You see, that, that, I, I'm, I'm a really big fan of Wild West and Western stuff mm. and everything. Um, all, outside of gaming as well. Just a really big fan of that kind of stuff, but I hate MMOs. So... I can't. I'm not going to get on with it just because I never found an MMO. Oh, I'd tell a lie. I briefly got on with the Secret World, and that's because it wasn't very MMO-like, and we went off and did loads of puzzle stuff. And then once that dried up, I just stopped playing it. <laughs> out, out of interest, did you try anything along the lines of the Division or um, Destiny that were supposed to be MMOs but never actually were MMOs? Uh, no. No. Because all they were is. Yes, you would occasionally see people wandering around doing stuff in the same area as you, but it was like miniature servers where there were like, what, I don't know, maybe 50 people at max at a time in a server? Yeah. So you never actually... And that's what put me off it, because I liked the idea it was MMO, bought it, got into it, I was like, well, there's no fucking person in here. (laughs) It's just stupid. This is an MMO. This is just... SMO, some multiplayer online, <laughs> not mass Partial. multiplayer online, some multiplayer online, I don't know, just... An SMO. It depends on which way it goes. SMO, SMO. A smog. A smog. Yeah, well, this mm. this one might do it if it turns out the Wild West stuff is good. I, I will at least give it a look, unlike other ones where I just tend to click next yeah. whenever I see word. But if it's all cowboy, cowboys float my boat, so I'll be all over there. Yeehaw. Well... In terms of cowboys and westerns, we have seen a teaser trailer now for Far Cry 5, which we've talked about for three weeks in a row, I think, now. Um, the only thing is, the the teaser trailer and then the artwork that I've seen does appear that, even though it is set in Montana, which is kind of northwest, it's not really particularly western, and it looks a lot more modern than you'd expect a western to be. It looks... Yeah, I thought Fairly up-to-date and current in terms of setting, if you look at the artwork. Um, it looks more like a modern-day shantytown sort of thing, doesn't it? It looks a bit like a hick cult. Well, yeah. I was going to say get... that. People are screaming Western. It looks and it's more not, like, it? It looks more like the hills have eyes and that kind of thing. It's got yeah. more of yeah. a cannibal vibe to it. Definitely. Than a Western thing. But, but um, we, what can you tell from some a guy hitting someone's head on a bell and a bit of grass? Because that's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you seen? Have you managed to see the artwork shot from today at all, Phil? No. Uh, we'll have to show it. Yeah, it's basically kind of ripping off the Last Supper, and the lead guy's in the middle with his sort of arms out, and then there's people either side of him in a Last Supper type pose on this table. It's like an American flag draped over. Um, there's a guy with the word "sinner" carved into his back in front of the table. Um, I can't remember oh. what else is on it. But even though some of the guys are kind of holding revolvers and look slightly Western, there's a guy holding what looked like a fully automatic machine gun of some kind which is what brings me and the the dress sense is that kind of modern 
cowboy western where it's still got the elements of the past in it, but it's clearly modern attire. Yeah, you, you're talking so. about rural America, basically. Yeah, which yeah. which is what Montana kind of is, isn't it? It's yeah, all sort of hills America. and mountains and plains, the Rocky Mountains and Yellowstone National Parks up that way and stuff. So mm. I think it'd be still a good, interesting game. I like it'll it. Be it's interesting, still... It'll be interesting to see if this gets my attention again, because I lost interest in Far Cry after... Well, I mean, I lost interest in it after three, but I ended up playing four. And that didn't grab my attention either. Mm. And it has it has nothing to... It's really irritating because Far Cry games, their story and the idea behind the, the games are really good. But yeah. the mechanics changed after 2. Far Cry 2 is, to me, the, the, the best of the Far Cry games because it is a Far Cry game, i.e. it is a Far Cry from Civilization. That's where the freaking phrase came from as well, I figure, anyway. And yeah. the idea that in 2, you are, you're just horribly outnumbered, you're not super brilliant, you can't carry lots of guns, you run out of ammo all the time, you've got malaria, you, your guns jam because they get all fucked up and everything. It's just... <laughs> it's the worst time for you, is yeah. the idea, and you're struggling your way through it, having to use, like, guerrilla tactics and everything. Then you come to Far Cry 3, and it's magic tattoos, and I'm high as a kite, and I've got all the weapons, <laughs> <laughs> I've got bazookas coming out the wazoo here, and I just—you can st- the re- biggest dumbest thing that demonstrated how Far Cry Three really changed was you can be in the middle of combat, pause, craft yourself some medicine, and then make yourself like better again. And you couldn't do that in Far Cry Two and stuff. I, oh, but that's that's a staple bleh. hold of RPG games. Think about things like Skyrim. It's like, please oh, hold a moment, dragon, while I pause and eat five rolls of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we're not talking about an RPG. Like it's it's true. It just it, it just. It, it was the change in mechanics that really bugged me. In Far Cry 3, I yeah. sort of thought, I like the place and everything, but the mechanics are bugging me. And Far Cry 4 was just the easiest damn game I've ever played, and I just gave up. And uh, they got rid of the map just... editor. Uh, yes, true. Which, yeah. Far Cry... which, yeah. which game got rid of the map editor? Far Cry 3. 3. They had an online aspect where you could build your own maps mm-hmm. completely from scratch. Right stuff on them, weren't there? So them mazes yeah. and stuff that you had to get through were insane. Do you think this is going to end up being more like Far Cry 4 then, or do you think it may hark back to some of the earlier stuff that's since gone missing? Well, it would be nice if they got rid of all the bizarre... I don't know why they suddenly decided, hey, well, you know what, we need to put in this drugs. Like, every Far Cry yeah. game was just suddenly, we need to have drugs and people going high and getting hallucinating off their tits mm. and everything. As it, it'd be nice if that went away and they returned a bit more to being a bit more based in the real, a bit more earthy, I guess. And yeah. um, but I mean I don't think they'll ever go back to Far Cry Two because the, the it's a very the mechanics were purposefully limited and nowadays FPSs just don't go for limit they want to go for the most mechanics they can get in and the most things they can do so I think it'll be a bit of a fallback on the drugs and stuff but they'll probably still have all the other mechanics there anyway to keep it going. Out of interest, did any of you that have clearly played previous Far Cry games and have this very similar opinion play Far Cry Primal? I've played I've... 10 minutes of Far Cry Primal and didn't really get on with it. I don't know why. I never, I've never, never been back on it since. Fine. That's probably because you watched a 10-minute intro. Because <laughs> it's a good game. I don't, it, <laughs> Is it a good game? It was an okay I game. Like I've just not been back on it. It didn't draw me back in after I'd stopped playing it. I think I just had too much mm. to play at the time. and uh, I think Courtney or Ricky bought it, so I got a share of it. So, I just wondered because the uh, the name obviously would indicate it is a lot simpler and it's obviously set prehistorically, <clears throat> isn't it? So I, I'd have figured that that would maybe take you back to that more pure maybe. survival base where things are hard and awkward. Maybe. It is, but, not, but you've, you've still got the um, 
you know, like the the power tree or whatever you want to call it. So like the magic and all that. Well, kind it's of not stuff. magic. It's like you know, with um, Wildlands where you upgrade yourself, mm. like that. Yeah, that sort of aspect okay. where you you develop your your player or whatever. So basically, the same as all Ubisoft games. Yeah, where you have yeah. a talent tree of some kind. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't matter if it's Division, Wildlands, Far Cry, Assassin's Creed. They've all got one. Yeah, all of them. So okay, just I was just interested. Um, sticking with slightly Western news, Red Dead Redemption Two has now been pushed back to spring two thousand and eighteen. Is anyone surprised? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Every GTA game ever has been pushed back like three times before it comes out. So yeah, yeah. it's very Not true. GTA, I mean Rockstar. <clears throat> One of those things though, that Rockstar are in such a position where they are so big and their games are so big that they can make people wait, and people don't really mind as much as they do with some other things. As long I as think. online works on day one properly this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that GTA Five debacle on <laughs> last gen consoles. That was. Not fun. Um, and speaking of games that get pushed back all the time, um, South Park The Fractured Butthole has um, had a new release date now of October 17th. Whether they'll meet that is another question because it should have been out it's either February or March. It should have been out a couple of months ago. So, Jesus Christ. If, and before that, it should have been out in November or December last year. So, so by the year, time it comes nearly. out, it'll be nearly a year late. But we'll see. I'm not holding my breath. I've kind of lost interest in that now. I was happy to to be getting it in February, March time when I had no games planned, but now I'm just losing interest and I'm probably going to find something else come September time that I want to play instead of that. There'll be loads by then, won't there, after E3? But loads. Any any comments on, on that, Phil? Uh, no, none. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> it's not my thing. <laughs> Didn't think it would be. Nah. Um, Which F1 is weird, because oh, I'm, I'm all about toilet humour and being incredibly rude, but uh, I don't know. The South Park thing just doesn't, <laughs> doesn't grab me. Fair enough. Uh, F1 2017 has had a sneaky trailer thing released, um, and it says it should be out 25th of August, and they're going to be bringing back the classic cars. There's a 2003 Ferrari, I want to say, um, an early 90s Williams, which, if from memory serves, is the Nigel Mansell Williams, and then an 80s McLaren, which will be either a Prost or a Senna car. Uh, I can't remember which year it is, but there's three nice, very nice traditional cars in there. Um... This That's all they've shown us at the minute, other than that and a date. Phil, you, you you play driving games, don't you? But I don't think you play F1. I've, I've never played an F1 game, but I play the F1 cars in Project Cars. They're good fun. Mm. But I've never played an F1 game. I, um, I take it you're not enough into the sport, such as me and Chris, to go get a dedicated game for it. No, I might. It was just a case of... you. I, I mean, I started my, getting all my driving rig and everything was not until... Um, not last year, the year before, maybe. Actually, have I had mm. it about a year now? Or something like that. So, like, I started by coming in with Project Cars, and I like Rally, so I ended up on that going into, like, Dirt 3, which was eh, and then Dirt Rally, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'll happily go and try an F1 game. If it um, if it turns out to be really good, I enjoy it in Project Cars, so I might. Out of interest, with you just saying Rally, what are your thoughts on the Dirt 4 and the WRC 7 things that we've talked about last couple of weeks? I don't know. Uh, WRC 7, I don't know much about. Dirt 4, okay. I have no idea. I, I it dep- if, if they 
try to go down the Dirt Rally road, which th some of the stuff they're releasing and stuff suggests they are. They're trying to go a little yeah. bit more authentic than it was in Dirt 3, then great. But there's still elements of Dirt 3's far more arcadey approach to it. So I, I need to know more information about it first, really. I, I um, think that it, it could will be, be good, a but... nice hybrid. I th I'd, I'd honestly say from I've done a lot of watching of stuff about that in the last couple of weeks because it's a yeah. game I'm really hyped up for now. And I'd say it's a really nice hybrid between the two in the sense that the rally side and the rally cross side are on par with what um, they had in Dirt Rally and then they've improved what they want to improve. So... They tried to improve the handling to get a more realistic feel for it. They tried to improve the co-driver stuff. And the thing that really blew my mind is the um, stage generator. So if you do a career, the stages for each country in each event will be procedurally generated oh, there and yeah. then. Yeah, and you will never sort of race that exact <clears throat> stage again in theory, which is... You can save them so that you can go play them if you want to, oh. but the idea is just that you will hit a stage and then when you do season two, you're still interested in it because it's not just the same tracks over and over again in season two, three, four, five, and so on. And it makes online racing a little spicier because the tracks are going to be procedurally generated, which would mean that everyone's sort of fresh on the track and you know people don't know... Yeah nifty little shortcuts and stuff like that and mm. exploits so it should yeah. be good i think need to do that on a first person shoot really <laughs> that'd be interesting <laughs> Fucking <laughs> procedurally generating maps and maps in an fps would be <laughs> interesting to say the least yes the procedurally generated thing with the, the tracks and everything is the most interesting bit of put yeah, for definitely. me but but uh i, I just want to see more really uh, at, at this yeah. point, it, it, it's it, this is very similar with how games go all the time, which is they release enough information at the beginning to get everybody really excited, and mm. then you start to blind yourself to being critical, not critical, but skeptic at least. And skepticism is a healthy thing to be, especially with big companies. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> it's it's a case of just trying you to keep yourself grounded. So I looked at it, gone, yeah, that looks interesting, but I'm not gonna get myself all worked up about it. I'd rather wait for some proper hard details to fall and then go, okay, I know what I'm looking at here. Um, that, that's all happily. it is. But I, but I I'm a, I'm an optimistic skeptic because I hope it's good. I, I'd love more yeah. rally games. There needs to be more of them. It's uh, it's great, but. Yeah, we'll I'll happily send you a couple of the videos that are live streams of gameplay and feature discussions and stuff with Codemasters. I'll send oh. you a couple. Cool. And then you can look. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Destiny 2 has had a bit of a gameplay slash campaign trailer released this week. Just kind of proving what we already knew, which is the existing game world is blown Fucked. up. And... <laughs> Yeah, that. <laughs> and um, only one word for you. <laughs> you're trying to Re reclaim it, fight, fight it back, yeah. fight it back, fight for it back. Hopefully, we're not in Russia all the goddamn time when we're on Earth because that is fucking boring. <laughs> yeah, but if there's nothing left in Russia, exactly. The problem is, is that all that video is set around the wall. If you haven't noticed, yeah. Well, that that's so. thing. The idea at first one was the rest of the planet was basically shit and under the big sphere, everything was safe, so we were there. And if they've destroyed that, then mm. what the fuck else is there? Note. Well, we'll find out, won't we, if you play the game? Yeah, we will, in um, four months. 
I I might pick it back up if I've not got anything on at the time. Mm. But it is not a game on its own after my experiences of the original Destiny. The thing is, I think with Destiny, either you tried it and didn't get on with it, or you didn't play it at all, or whatever, you're just not big on it, or you fucking loved it and you just want more content for it. But the problem is, I think they've shot themselves in the foot a little bit in the sense that Destiny 2 will maybe entice someone like me to give it another go because they're making a brand new, fresh game, but they're pissing off everyone that has been addicted to it for the last two and a half years or whatever it's been because they're saying that that's it, it's a new game, it's just going to start, you're going to have to start again. Yeah. It's not like your World of Warcraft, your Guild Wars and all that kind of stuff online where it's an expansion yeah. that they add to and increase level caps and things like that. It's a fresh start, so I can understand that it's and pissing a lot of people off that. The, what I was hoping they'd do is, when Guild Wars 2 came out, which is a completely second game to the first entire series and all its expansions, the first one, you completed parts of that game and everything that you did in that game, you got something in the second one, and the second one still relates yeah. back to the story and what happened in the first one. Which this is going to... Destiny 2 will It's going to relate... But I don't know how your character is. Your character just going to be mentioned as this guy who did this? Is that all it's going to be? Don't know. All that fucking Not work you put in, and he's oh yeah, that guy did it. It's it's a weird one because other games have done similar things. Like for example, the Fable games. Yeah. When you were king or queen in Fable Three, your mother or father was your character from Fable Two, yeah. as an example. Uh, and stuff like that, and uh, other games have done it. I can't think of any now, right off the top of my head. But uh, they've they've had elements, and like you say, Guild Wars. When they decided Guild Wars One is not a platform we can build on, we want to start again. At least in Guild Wars Two, you've got the Hall of Achievements or whatever it's called, yeah. where you get little bits for your account and your characters based on what you achieved in the first game. So even though you are starting again, there's something to acknowledge the work that you put exactly, in the original yeah. game. Um, another thing that circulated quite quickly that was a bit throwaway this week was um, somebody somewhere started rumours of Modern Warfare 2 being remastered and bundled with the new Call of Duty World War 2 game and that it could be revealed at E3. Um, if they, if they start that. doing that, it's going to piss me off because that is just going to be trying to get people to buy the new game because they've got no faith in the new title. Exactly. And it's, let's half-arse a new title and bundle a remaster of an old game that, that everybody loves. And then what they're going to so, do when they've run out of all the old games? <laughs> remaster the remasters, James. Well, by that point, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, by that by that point, you'll, I don't know, you'll probably be on the next generation of console, but if they're going to do it, why don't they just get the original Modern Warfares, bundle them together and remaster them? Exactly. And then get the original Black Ops and bundle them together as a remaster. Yeah, and put World of War in with it or something because Black Ops does technically follow on from World at War. Yeah, uh, Uncharted might be getting a movie. It could, Ooh, and yeah. seen this already. It's been bartered about as a possibility for a while, but apparently there is going to be something done, and it's going to have Spider Man's newest actor in Tom Holland oh, playing. So it's not, not the original Spider Man. Which original what? are you talking about? Yeah. The first yeah. Spider-Man. The, Do you the mean Tobey Maguire? Yeah, him. Yeah. 
Tobey Maguire would not be able to play no, he wouldn't. Nathan Drake. <laughs> Although I now want them to make that movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the idea is that Tom Holland will play a young Nathan Drake, which is set sort of after his childhood, but before or as he meets Sully. Yeah. So it's while he's a thief, it's while he's kind of <clears throat> up to no good. still small and, time. Yeah, and it, it's about Sully taking him under his wing, in theory. So the idea it could work in the sense that they're not going to be trying to directly make any of the yeah. games into um, a film and sort of tarnish it and upset gamers and all that kind of stuff. They're doing something that's almost a prequel to the games. Yeah. And then as long as it goes well, they can obviously build on it from there. But then again, we say that and people don't really like Warcraft, do they? Although it is based on one of the games in terms of Warcraft 1 from an RTS point of view. People like... Even people that play World of Warcraft don't seem to get what Warcraft the film was about, do they? I don't I've know. Noticed. I don't know entirely why, because it's... You don't even need to know any of the lore or anything of what's gone off to link that up to what's happened in the previous No, expansion. but I think... I think the problem that we've got is the fact that people watching that film that aren't us, that have played World of Warcraft for so many years, it's all just boom, 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 boom. It's like you're in Stormwind, you're in Ironforge, you're in Draenor, you're in fucking wherever, you're in somewhere else, and they're just jumping about so quick. So if you've not got that backstory of where ev- who everybody is and where they're from and all that kind of stuff, it's probably difficult to follow. But what I just didn't understand is that the gamers didn't get it because I'd expect them, well, not the gamers, the people who play the game didn't get it because I'd expect them to know the lore of the game to a certain extent. Meh. We'll see with the next one. I do think it's the right way to go about making a film of of a game, though. You do think it is or you don't? I do. Because if you're making a film pretty much based on the game, you're just going to know what's happening. this is the thing with that in particular is that it was sort of generally praised for its acting and its CGI and all that kind of production element was quite well praised. It's the story and the speed that it transitions through it that people don't like. Yeah, and think, that is people that just don't know the story in advance, I think. I think James was talking about Uncharted. All right. Yeah. That's what I was <laughs> I Same agree difference. with you though, Thomas. <laughs> I agree with you in the Warcraft case. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen the Warcraft one. Uncharted, if they did do a version of Uncharted where it was, you know, Nathan Drake as we know him, um, mm. I, I, it's, he, he can't do it anymore because he's ever so slightly too old, but Nathan Fillion would have been my perfect guy to play Nathan Drake. Do you know, do you know who could do it? I think, possibly, um, Gerard Butler... He's the right kind uh, of. No. I don't know. I think no. he's too. It's like rough. kind of build though and stuff for him. He's got it that the, sort of no, look about he him. Hasn't, but he hasn't got the. You need a certain charm to play Nathan Drake. Yeah, uh, that's true. He's, he's too busy got... protecting the president anyway. So <laughs> let's just have that's all um... he does. <laughs> Make film oh. protects the president. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> let's just have that um, stripper man that did Twenty One Jump Street. What's he called? Oh. um... Oh, what's his fucking name? That Shit. was what Thomas asked. Uh, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Let's just have him. What? Slick his hair back. He's got a bit of charm about him. Let's have him. 
can't just put anyone in this role. This is gonna this is gonna get very messy very quickly if you do that. Let's bring yeah. Piers Brosnan back. No. Um, that's the end of the news that I've gathered this week. I'm just gonna move on very quickly. Um, Shut does, down. Does, bang bang. <laughs> yes. Does anybody else have any other news they found this week that we may have missed? No. I do, I do. I've got something. Oh. One minute. Oh, this, ah, no. So, Phil, this is where we all say no. <laughs> so after 60 weeks of nobody contributing, Phil will finally answer me on that question with a yes and bring some news of his own. Yeah. Well, yeah Thanks, will, Phil, for um, participating great. properly. This was easy news because I didn't have to go and find the news. The news came to me. Um, <laughs> two, I, I'm, it's gonna, it's, I'm talking about PC games. Uh, it's fine. Being as you folks mostly talk about consoles because you're console peasants and <laughs> the the complaints. Careful. If you have, <laughs> there's like a I could, you can hear hear the typing of a hundred angry people on consoles, can't you? <laughs> sending in the con, sending in the complaints. I console person. I was ready right? to write one um, myself. PC master race. I had mine typed out ready. Yes, no, I'm, I'm only kidding. I, I, I I'm only kidding. I'm not kidding. No, I am. I'm kidding. <laughs> but I'm not. Um, the no, I am. I am. Um, <laughs> Steel Division Normandy 44 has come out. It's an RTS. It's a um, and it's made by the same people who made Ruse a long time ago, and then they went on to make the war games, the um, literally called war games, uh, Red Dragon, and uh, European Escalation, and the other one I can't remember. Um, and it's really good. It's a World War Two RTS, but it's like you're—it's not like Company of Heroes or something like that, where you're doing a small-scale battle. You're doing much larger, much bigger battles. It's like taking on entire divisions and having this immense map to try and fight across. And as far as really big war games go, it's one of the best ones to jump into because they have done a really good job of making it very user-friendly. You don't have to remember a hundred different stats like you do with a lot of other war game uh, titles. With this, it's—it's it's pretty straightforward. Uh, to work that out and it's all about the logistics and how you move your army and how you support it and that's what will win you the fight but uh, it's been an early access it's done really well in the early access and looked really good and now it's come out and it's brilliant and you should definitely play it if you're into your rts's so out, you out, out of interest that time when i sat and watched you play rts for ages and i was really intrigued by watching you play it because i don't really play them oh god we're yeah, talking you... about we're you... talking about games that would be good uh, as an entry level for someone like me that was interested after watching and being told what was happening but needed something that could ease me into it is that going to be that kind of game for big war gaming yes if you mm. want if you want a really quick action clicks per second kind of uh, rts no but if you like to if you want something that's a bit more about brain power and thinking and and working out your strategy, strategy. and slowly implementing it and stuff then yes it's brilliant um okay. it is, it is so a very it's... easy one to get into so what we're saying is it's a good game for me, it's a useless game for the other two because they have no brain power. I have brain power just in the wrong areas. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's a thing, but okay. Get me on it, Thomas, I'll kick your ass. Okay. Well thanks, Phil, for bringing actual news, unlike these two have done for I've the last fifty nine weeks. Sixty. I'm a better king brother than Josh and James. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Switch, Phil. <laughs> Fine if you do. <laughs> well, you might not want to switch just yet because it's time for the thing that I think most people have been waiting for, really. So let's get Ooh. all tense. I'm tense already. <laughs> get um, it out, Phil. <laughs> tensing, you said to tense. <laughs> Boom.
mastermind time, folks. Um. So yeah, Phil, you have done this before. Yeah. True. This isn't this first time. Are you feeling more confident or less confident than last time? Who wrote the questions? Me. But I wrote them no, last then. time as well. <laughs> I wrote uh, them last time. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. James, we'll James has written the general knowledge this time, and I have um, listened. Uh, listened. I've read them and reviewed them and made alterations where I feel appropriate. Okay. So. As ever, I'm 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 quite confident about my my subject. I have no idea with the general knowledge. Just okay. Yeah. So, just just to recap for those who don't know, usually when we have a guest on from another show or just in general, like one of our Patreon sponsors, we play Mastermind against them instead of the usual king versus king thing. Um, in terms of previous entrants, Phil has done this before, as we've alluded to. And uh, last time he scored 12 points when he played against James, where his specialist subject was uh, Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines, wasn't uh, it? Well, it was Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, and then questions just about vampire in general. True. <laughs> that found Which way in. Hands up. <laughs> I'll hold my hands up on those ones. Uh, and, then, and then after scoring well in that initial phase, you got something like nine points. You then got suckered with a lot of console-related questions you weren't yeah. sure of the answers to. In general knowledge, and you ended yeah. up with twelve overall, which puts you third on the board at the moment. Um, out of four, great. <laughs> out, and you are at least you are at least beating the man who was doing his ironing whilst participating in Jerry Narco, who yeah. got eight points on Final Fantasy VII and general knowledge combined. Your co-host Brett Brett Allen was fifteen points uh, when he played James and me. He had Snatcher. And general knowledge, obviously. And then Chris is currently leading the board, Chris Evans from Don't Lose Your Headline. And he got 16 on Banjo-Kazooie. He really nailed the Banjo-Kazooie side of things, I've got to say. <laughs> it made it difficult for me um, <laughs> on that front. But we'll we'll see how it goes this time. So um, I think we should just kind of crack on. But the question, I suppose, is going to be, Phil, as guest, would you like to go first or second? I don't think what you've told you, anyone I... who you, he's up against yet. We're going to do that in a moment. Okay. Just chill out. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, did I go first last time I was on? I think I did. I'll go second. You're going to go second? Oh, yeah, off. I went first last time. So, oh, well, geez, in that case, tried. that means right. your, your opponent, Joshua... I'm going to zip my jeans up. <laughs> What the is uh, going to be going first? <laughs> so, you are contestant number one. Please take your seat. And I, I have actually just sat down, so yeah. Very good. <laughs> so, contestant number one, your name, please. Frederico Gonzalez. A.K.A. Joshua King. Thank you. <laughs> your profession? Anything you want me to be, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and your specialist subject, please. World of Warcraft, up to and including the Cataclysm expansion. Just Very before good. you start, it's like six years of games. I I want to know why you had to zip your trousers up because you went second. Like, uh, because you went first. Because I undid them, and when I play <laughs> games, I undo them to be comfy. And when I'm being serious, they need to be zipped up. <laughs> I like I like right. that James is James is 
insinuating that if I was going first, you were just going to pound it all the way through. Yeah, <laughs> that is what he's getting at. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that, James. Thanks for lowering the voice. Tone. His voice no is beautiful. <laughs> It really okay. is, isn't it? Have you not known? James, James, stop <laughs> fucking around and be ready to keep score. Yeah. Oh, I'm keeping score. Yeah, Ooh, you hello. are. Yeah. Yes. I think I might too. Can I do it too, just in case? No. Whatever. Go on. <sighs> right. Okay. Are you ready? <clears throat> if we start you two minutes on World of Warcraft, up to and including Cataclysm. Indeed, Frederico is ready to go. Time starts now. What two races were added during the Burning Crusade expansion? Blood Elf, Drain Eye. Correct. Uh, Kel'Thuzad is a boss from which Wrath of the Lich King raid? Uh, the Naxxramas. Correct. In what so- sorry? In what zone is the Undercity? Trisfield Glades. Correct. The Rogues have a key organization of spies for the Alliance. But what is that organization called? Correct. Let me finish the question. Apologies, Game Master. They are the rules. Dalaran is now a floating city above Crystal Song Forest, but where was it before that? Pass. Uh, during the Cataclysm, Thrall steps down as the Horde War Chief to assist the Earthen Ring, but who replaces him? The troll guy. Pass if I need to know his name. Incorrect. It's Garrosh Hell. Fuck it is. <laughs> uh, whose skull corrupted Illidan's storm range, turning him from a night elf to a half demon, and remained in his possession until his death? Pass. Cataclysm saw the introduction of the game's first completely underwater zone, but what was its name? Vashir. Vashir? Correct. Can't say it properly. Yeah. Correct. Uh, there are five dragon aspects, each with their own colour and title. But who was the blue aspect, also known as the Spellweaver? Oh, it's fucking Mal Summit. I can't remember. Pass. Go on. No, no pass. Mal. Malganis. Con- Fuck. No, that's still no, wrong. Something else. <laughs> Considered one of the greatest warriors of the Alliance's history, who was a childhood friend to Lane Rin and aided Varian Rin during his reign until his death during the Second War? Fuck, this guy from film can't remember. No guess? No, no guess. Can't remember. And that's your time. That's the time. So let's just quickly go back through what you passed. So you passed Dalaran was a floating city above Crystal Song, uh, but where was it before that? It's the Alterac Mountains, yep. right next to Alterac Valley, and uh, above South, not South Shore. What's it called? That little town. It is called South, South Shore, Shore, isn't it? Yeah, I could I could remember yeah. where it was. I just couldn't remember what this little area was called. Yeah. It was in near Taran Mill. Yeah, just above it. I think it. Yeah. Um, during the Cataclysm Thrall step down you said Vol'jin is what you were yeah, trying to Vol- say in the troll but that's guy. what happens in Mop so. correct it was Garrosh Hellscream in Cataclysm which was yeah. the direct replacement Vol'jin then replaced him after his death and then Lady Sylvanas replaced him in Legion because yep. they can't keep so a, a little bit of lore history for you all of it shit Whose skull corrupted Illidan's storm rage and turned him from a night elf to a half demon oh. and remained in his possession until See, his I'm, death? I'm going to know it as soon as you say it because I know. Gul'dan. I'm going to know it because you, as soon as you say it. Well, no, it's, but really it's, it's one of them things where you can't think of it and then you get told and you're like, fuck's sake. He spent the majority of Burning Crusade holding Gul'dan's skull because Gul'dan's 
spirit still possessed him, whispered it, whispered instructions to him from beyond the grave. Uh, I can't remember what you said for the blue dragon aspect Mal-Ganis. also known as a spell weaver, but it's Malagos. 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 Who's Malganis? I cannot Mal-Ganis remember off the top is, of my head who is. Malganis is um, Arthur, Arthur's... Bleh, the Lich King's enemy, Malganis. <laughs> is it? Arthur's enemy who destroys the fucking... Culling a Strathorn. Ah, I think Mal-Ganis. I know who you mean. I think I know who you mean. Um, and then the last one uh, was considered one of the greatest warriors of the Alliance's history, <coughs> who was a childhood friend to Lainrin and aided Varian Rain during his reign until his death in the Second War. He, Varian Rain named his son after him. Anduin. <laughs> his surname is. Can't remember. Smith. <laughs> Close, Phil. Closer than saying nothing at all, at least. <laughs> and doing Lothar. So how many did he get, James? Three. He got five. I got five. Got five. It's a bit of a low score on a specialist subject, five that though, brother. Five out of ten. It's only fifty percent strike rate. See, it's harder than you think. You should have narrowed it down more. I know, I should. I didn't want to. Though. I wanted a challenge. You should have gone World of Warcraft. The opening scene. <laughs> the thing. The thing is. I made the mistake last time of just saying World of Warcraft, and I got absolutely <laughs> yeah. fucking everything. On your so you've tried to narrow it down to the first half of the, the entire <laughs> franchise, at least, and it's still not easy to remember. No. The only thing that I, I will say is I managed to write all those questions off the top of my own head yeah. because I knew the answer and just verified them. So I'd like to feel they were all achievable. I hope you agree. So, contestant number two. I swear. Can I take your name, please? It's Phil Austin. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, what do you swear, Phil? If if there's Dungeon Keeper 1 questions in this, I'm going to find you, Tom. I'm going to find I'm you very... and pull your beard out one hair at a time. <laughs> I'll give you his address. I'm, I'm rather confident there isn't. I even Good. removed a question <laughs> because it was more of a Dungeon Keeper 1 question than 2, even Good. though it did relate to both. But I removed it on fine, purpose. Fine, okay, all right. So, correct me if I'm wrong at the end, but we'll see. Okay. Might I've... take your profession, please, Phil Austin. Oh, I'm a po- podcaster and professional nemesis of old people called Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> nice throwback to the podcast. Go listen to it, guys, then you'll know what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and your special Unless you can subject... name Dennis, in which case, piss off. <laughs> <laughs> and your special subject, please, Phil. It's Dungeon Keeper 2. Yes, your specialist subject, Dungeon Keeper 2. Two minutes begins now. Who are the developers behind the game? Bullfrog. Correct. In what year was the game originally released? 1999. Correct. What happens when a vampire is killed by a dark angel and the vampire is level 3? He would come back as level 2. Correct. Uh, Who rules the kingdom of Harmonia? King Reginald. Correct. What room is used for researching spell upgrades? Library. Correct. Who picks up the Move Your Cursor James, the Portal Gem, after the battle in campaign battle? What? There we go. <laughs> I can't read it properly because James decides to put his cursor <laughs> right over everything before I read it. I need Who my picks time up back. the Portal Gem? You will get your time back. You'll get an additional question. Who picks up the Portal Gem after a battle in campaign battles? Oh, it's horny. Correct. Uh, what gag does the game make if you don't do anything for a set period of time? Oh, it could be one of, like, five of them. Uh, as I've a keeper, a... are you still there? Question mark. I didn't realise there were so many. I apologise. Oh. <laughs> An extra question. I only had I only had the details of one. 
I'll let, I may let you have a point there. Salamanders have a, an ability unlike most of the creatures. What is it? It can walk through lava. Correct. Uh, what is a level cap on training creatures in the training room? Training room four. Correct. Uh, how can skeletons be created? Uh, a prisoner has to die and a skeleton will come back. Correct. Uh, what song is played when someone wins the jackpot in the casino? <laughs> Disco Inferno. Correct. <laughs> uh, the game used the system... Move your cursor, James. Of time... The game used the system time of the machine to what comedy purpose? What did it, what? That's what that's not a sentence. The game used the system time of the machine to what comedy purpose? As in your machine, the system time on your machine. Oh right, it's uh, it, it's to figure out when it's midnight and it will tell you to go to bed. <laughs> Correct. I'm going to give you a, one additional question due oh. to James. Every time I read a question, put his cursor <laughs> at the end of the answer, which made James King appear across the text I was trying to read. Did it Thanks twice. for that, James. You did it twice. I want two. <laughs> Okay, Considering go you've got every single question right, Fine. you can have one. Fine. Thanks for the a extra voice chance. reads. A voice reads the name of selected spells in Latin, but what joke name is read for the create gold spell? Uh, no. That's the first one I don't know. Not even a guess? Not a clue. It's going to have something to do with fool's gold, I imagine, but no idea. Expressus Americanus. Uh... What the hell reads it out in Latin? I've never seen that. It, it was just an eerie voice, it said. An eerie voice in the game reads it out in Latin. This oh. was a random game fact I picked up. Well, there Not. you go. I, I've never heard that. Okay. So, um, I'm tempted to give you the point for number seven, which was what gag does a game make if you don't do anything for a period? Because you told me there were more than one. The only one I actually found online was that the very rock yawns in expectation it's, yeah, it's of your next, next fascinating, fascinating move. move. Yeah, there's that one See? as well. You knew there's, that one. There's a knock-knock, and then he goes, Keeper, are you still there? There's one where he um, says something about you falling asleep on the keyboard. There's uh, this, There's that one about the, the rock yawns with the anticipation of your next fascinating move, Keeper. And uh, there is another one which is to do... Uh, the other one is... Um... Oh, the other one is if you've got the patch version 1.07, in which case it will ask you if you're all tabbed. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, on that point, how many has he got, James? Twelve. Four out of twelve. Out, out apart, of from, apart from the very last one, yeah. Ah, so it was oh, actually yeah, out of yeah. thirteen. <sighs> So I just need to get like, like, four or something. <laughs> yeah, well, you get if you get four general knowledge right, you'll tie with Chris. Right. You've already equaled your previous score of twelve, so you, you <coughs> should, in theory, improve no matter what. Right. If you do this, I can do this all day. You will not be happy with yourself. <laughs> yeah. Joy. So we will move back to Joshua for general knowledge. Are you ready, Joshua, for uh, yeah, two jo minutes on general knowledge? Yeah, Josh is Not playing, entirely, because I have to get seven right just to catch him up. Let's it's do it. plausible. Let's do it. Go up fast. Okay. Two minutes on general knowledge for Joshua starts now. How many forms does the final boss have in Legend of the Dragoon? Three. Incorrect. It's seven. There we go. In which series were Dracula and the Grim Reaper both recurring villains? Fuck knows. Pass. <laughs> Nez was short for what? Nintendo Entertainment System. Correct. Uh, who is the main protagonist in Call of Duty Black Ops? Ah, pass. Can't be asked to remember. 
Wolfenstein 3D and Doom were developed by the same company, but which company was it? Pass. <laughs> Jagex developed and published which MMORPG? RuneScape. <laughs> yes. Correct. You can tell who wrote that question. Yeah. Uh, as we know, James absolutely loved the final mission of Halo 3 so much, he killed himself over and over to restart it. But what was the mission called? The Hellfire. I don't know. Pass. Halo. That was close. Answer. I had a H. In Call of Duty Black Ops, I don't know why he's written two questions about that, they brought back a fan-favourite gun from World at War and put it into the Zombies map, Kino de Toten. But what gun was it? PPSH? Incorrect. It was the MP40. In Grand Theft Auto V, Michael and Amanda have two children. What are their names? Hoey One and Fat One. Pass. Jimmy (laughs) and Tracy. Uh, which PlayStation 2 game released in 2003 was banned by several countries and implicated by the media in a murder due to its graphic violence? I won't say I know, but I don't. Pass. Before the release <laughs> of the Xbox One, what was the name of the console rumoured to follow the Xbox 360? Xbox 720. Correct. In the Walking, sorry, the Walking Dead, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Game of Thrones are three of four Tell- high-profile Tell- titles by Telltale Games. <laughs> but what is the four? <laughs> Borderlands. <laughs> it's what? not. Oh, there is Tales from the Borderlands. But I'm gonna have to you. give him that, James. Uh, what were because Tell- you fucked up again <laughs> and missed another? What one? were the ones you read out again? Sorry. So I'll probably tell you the other one. Walking Dead, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Game of Thrones. There is Batman. a there is a, actually a fifth. Yeah, Batman. it, yeah, Batman's the one he wrote, but he missed out. Um, he missed out the best Tales one. From, Tales from the Borderlands. Tales of the Borderlands. Which is possibly yeah. the best one. It's brilliant. Um, and to be honest, I already had to correct that question once because he missed Game of Thrones out of it the For first time. Sake. I said there were only three. <laughs> Why didn't you just say who wrote this one and then give me the Telltale answer? <laughs> okay, so I've got like three. Um, uh, how many did you get, James? He got one, two, three, four. Congratulations, So that Phil. puts him on 11 total, am I correct? Uh, no, it puts him on nine total. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he only got five, <laughs> didn't he? Oh, Jesus, it's even worse. So you got nine. So at least you beat Jared Arco's previous effort. Yeah, I am not bottom. <laughs> oh, no. So... The the one um, is, go on. is the... Did you just say what the answer was to the game that... Um, got banned and was implicated in the murder no because he didn't take a guess I was just about to go through what he passed oh, so in terms sorry. of what he passed we will be able to answer Phil let's see if you know any of them in which series one, were Dracula and the Grim Reaper <laughs> <laughs> in which series were Dracula and the Grim Reaper recurring villains uh, Dracula and the Grim Reaper ride again Castlevania <laughs> that was the correct answer. Phil's answer is uh, better <laughs> <laughs> who is the main protagonist on Call of Duty Black Ops Sonic the Hedgehog if only. <laughs> Alex Mason. <laughs> Wolfenstein 3D and Doom were developed by the same company, but which company was it? Uh, I know that one. That's id, isn't it? It is indeed. id software. Mm. Um, which PlayStation 2 game released in 2003 was banned by several countries implicated in the murder traffic content. What it, was it, Phil? Is it Manhunt? It was indeed Manhunt. Yeah. That is correct. So... That basically guarantees Phil a win. Yeah, it does. Phil is now on to try and achieve the impossible of going top of the board. If they are like that, I'm going to get two. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. 
Are you ready for your general knowledge segment, Phil? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do Two some dice on general knowledge, beginning now. Who are the evil counterparts to Mario and what are Luigi? Sorry, oh shit, and Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wario and Luigi. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, in the game Sims busting out, is it possible to have a same-sex marriage? Yeah. It is indeed. Oh, good. Uh, in the last series of Don't Lose Your Headline, what was Brett's final score? <laughs> 20, 21 or 22. Incorrect. Oh. I hope James has done his research correctly uh-huh. on that one. <laughs> uh, in Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, you meet Jeanette <laughs> Vorman, but what is Jeanette's split personality called? Ah, oh, Teresa. Correct. Uh, what game features a whole host of Nintendo characters that battle it out across a variety of different stages? S- Super Smash Brothers? Correct. Oh, fuck me! Uh, <laughs> oh, we forgot a word. <laughs> no, it's Super Smash Bros. He said that. Tom has a cat named after what famous game character? Who? What? Me. I have a cat named after what famous game character? Oh, shit. You told us about this. I don't know. I can't oh, Ezio! Oh, shit. Uh, what is the name of EA's PC app for installing games? Pass. Uh, Black Mesa Research Facility is from what FPS game? Oh, Half-Life. Correct. Uh, what game developers are behind the StarCraft games? Uh, 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 Blizzard. Correct. <laughs> In the game Doom, which planet is the Space Marine posted to after assaulting his commanding officer? Mars. Correct. Uh, what is the name of the undercover CIA agent that is key to the story in Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands? Oh, God, that bitch we can't stand. Um, I don't know, we just keep calling a bitch. <laughs> no, I'm looking I'm looking for the male character. Oh, here, oh no, no idea, pass. <laughs> um, World of Warcraft has an underground or under and underwater railroad, as started, so I'll finish. <laughs> um, <laughs> called the Deep Run Tram. Which two cities does the railroad connect? I, d- I can't remember how the, this begets. St- can you start the question again? <laughs> <laughs> World of Warcraft has an underground and underwater railroad called the Deep Run Tram. Which two cities does the railroad connect? Oh, uh, that would be London and Yorkshire. <laughs> Stormwind and Ironforge. <laughs> Correct, Joshua. <laughs> so let's just quickly... How many did you get, James? Seven. Oh, seven. So, that, fucking hell. so that puts him on 19 total, is that yes! right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what I've realised? Do we do the? I can't remember if we do the Final Fantasy music for this, but I've not got it, even if we do. Oh. We'll do the Disco Inferno. I'll, I'll edit that in afterwards, just for you. A bit of Disco Inferno. So over this, you will be hearing Disco Inferno when you listen back to the podcast. Disco Um, Inferno. So (laughs) what was that overall? 19 total, was that? 19. So Phil 2.0 takes the lead on the board with 19 correct answers. The specialist subject of Dungeon Keeper 2. Um versus Joshua and that means that as a podcast we're now losing 3-2 against guests yes. well done guys <laughs> oh, I like the cheeky throwback to Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines in there intentionally done by yeah. James of all. <laughs> it was cheeky that was you made me I think did, about it as well I did what you said Thomas I lost on purpose <laughs> <laughs> that was not said at all <laughs> oh. By the so way, my I'd... research for the um, final score for Brett's point 
was from Brett himself. So if it's wrong, blame Brett. <laughs> <laughs> what, so you just messaged Brett and said, yeah. what was your final score, Brett? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying what's, to find it on your episode. What's yeah, let's 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 go, yeah I'm going to say, let's, let, we'll, hang on, we'll go through go the on, questions. So, yeah, he got the Waluigi thing right because I pretty, pretty much gave him <laughs> half the answer. Um, in the last series of Don't Lose Your Headline, what was Brett's final score? It was 31. Oh. Very close. Oh, Jesus, I was way off. Did, <laughs> I just assumed Brett had done shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think didn't Chris ended up with 20-something points towards probably, the end, though. Yeah. So that's probably where you maybe got that from. Uh, my cat is named after Ezio Auditore, oh, yeah, and his Florence, pun yeah. name is Ezio Porditore, and that is on his little official certificate at the vets. <laughs> <laughs> You're proud and of it's that. A, it, it's, it's amazing listening to a vet phone you up and say, um, I'm calling you about Ezio Porditore <laughs> and his checkup. <laughs> and they expect you to turn up as a Polish or foreign man. And, you turn and up. I... I that's the opposite. I respond with, I respond with, his name is Ezio Porditore, and could we come in on Monday at 10, please? <laughs> <laughs> um, what is the name of EA's PC app for installing oh, games? Gee. That's Origin, indeed, it is just sure. Oh, okay, I misheard that question. That was my stupid fault, I should have known it. The second you said app, my brain went, mobile, I don't play mobile, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't Fair think about enough. it anymore. That was my own fault. Um, the other one was, what is the name of the undercover CIA agent who is key to the story in Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands? Yeah, something. Ricky Sandoval. I knew it was an R. <laughs> and then Joshua correctly got World of Warcraft as an underground, underwater railroad. Rail, railroad. You did that twice. Railroad called the Deep Run Tram, uh, which connects two cities. What are they? Stormwind and Ironport. Yeah. I'm going to move us on to the next section of this show. Yay. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Guest questions. questions. Nobody joined in. James I sort did. of did. But <laughs> I didn't this poor. week because no one else joins in with me. That sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because he unzipped up about. his pants like 10 minutes ago. I've unzipped them now. <laughs> oh, okay, let's move on to the guest questions. Um, we have some Phil-specific questions, which are directed actually at Phil. And yeah. then obviously we have the random number generator game thing that we play with just the random questions that everybody gets. So let's start with the Phil-specifics. Um, have you two got any? I've got one. Okay, what's oh. yours, James? Uh, which Don't Lose Your Headline co-host is your favourite? Love from Jamesy Boo Bear, XOXOXO. <laughs> uh, interesting. Which, which podcast... Hang on, say that question again. Which Don't Lose Your Headline co-host is your favourite? Do you want the end bit as well? Oh. No, me. Oh. No, co-host, not yourself. I'm one of the co-hosts, there's three of us. Yeah, but no, hey. the other two. I'm <laughs> great. Um, yeah, well... So, uh, well this is where okay. friendships are made and broken. Uh, well, Chris is really that. far away, so uh, whereas Brett is close by and can hit me. So Brett's <laughs> favourite based on location and imminent threat of violence. Con- considering also the way Chris was treated during the last season of Don't Lose Your Headline, I'd say you definitely like Brett more. <laughs> uh, Joshua, do you have one for him at all? Or? 
Do you wear sandals just... to work? Do I wear? That's a really, that is a really weird question. Where you've I got asked this yesterday, and I was like, "No, I'm wearing <laughs> shoes right now." Because it was somebody at right. work who asked me this question. Just thought I'd ask you. No, well, funnily funnily enough, way. no, I don't. But I don't wear shoes when I'm at work, and it is a throwover from. I had an ingrown toenail uh, a couple of years back, and while I was waiting for the operation to happen, I couldn't wear my shoes. So I'd I'd wear my shoes to get to work until it really got bad and then I wouldn't even wear my shoes to work walk in, kick my shoes off and walk around the place in just my socks all the time and since my toe has been sorted out and everything it's just carried over when I get to work <laughs> I always take my shoes off and I wander around everyone at work knows me for the one guy who walks around the place in just his socks nice. so no I don't wear sandals, I wear nothing at all <laughs> totally random ass question got a story out of it yeah, <laughs> that's that's true. really that weird you asked that question it is <laughs> Brooke James. <laughs> one of I'm going to just continue over it as I do. Uh, when one of your co-hosts asks questions, they tend to get a little weird, and I'm I'm going to wonder where these go. But Brett has asked. Oh no! <laughs> Brett has asked, "Who is the Chad?" Oh, that is a question on so many levels. The the Chad is right. Either well, he was born a six foot black man. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> who only walks around the place with a giant afro and in a pair of Y-fronts. Uh, as he grew up, he turned into a blonde, mustachioed white bro who uh, specifically wore vests and <laughs> uh, mainly just wandered around the place looking ace rather than actually being useful. And then he progressed eventually to becoming a massive medieval knight who uh, just dies a lot. So is that, this... that, is, that is the chat. <laughs> Is this a role-playing game character? No, it's not. It oh, is. Right. The Chad started off as a username that I threw in. Um, it was actually called Captain Underpants, but you had to put a name in too, because you could put a first name, second name, and then a nickname. And uh, This is on Saints Row 2 or 3, I can't remember which one. Ah, and, okay. And I had to put his first, name, first and second name in, so I put The Chad, and then for his nickname I put Captain Underpants, and he started off as this massive, huge, afro black dude in a pair of underpants who walked around the place terrorising everyone, and he's just very, he's stuck with me, and now, like, he's in Wildlands, that's where he has, <laughs> that's where he's got a, a blonde moustache and, uh, and kick-ass hair, and he walks around the place just posing mostly and not being useful. And uh, he's also in For Honor. I play For Honor. Well, I did play For Honor until Ubisoft broke it, but I'm not going to get on the Ubisoft ranks and be here all day. Well, unfortunately, unfortunately, you may have to, because Brett's second question is, how do you feel about Ubisoft? Oh, Ubisoft can go... (laughs) (laughs) Can go eat a dick after changing fucking Um, For Honor. I'm assuming um, you enjoyed last week's episode where I just slagged them off for a bit. Oh, I can't stand it. I, I am so friggin' angry with the Ubisoft. It's unreal. I have, I've never liked Ubisoft. Ubisoft have been have been just crap since I can remember. It's really irritating. They've got really good IPs. That's the most annoying thing. I wish they yes, didn't have them because I agree. their IPs are great, but the company itself can go suck a bag of dicks because I f- I just hate them. And their UPlay <laughs> thing is just the worst. I, ju- I just. I can't even, I can't, put like, just <laughs> spitting bile and fluids yeah. all the time. I, I just hate them, and I, I want to get a hashtag going, which is hashtag poo play, whenever anybody refers to I'll you play. I'll start it. So fucking, the <laughs> fact that we have got a game, For Honor, which we have had for 
ages now and it still bloody doesn't work properly is just mental. They don't give a shit about solving these problems where people physically can't play the game. And it's because it's never the game, it's you play every damn time. And we have the same problem with Wildlands. We're playing Wildlands and you randomly get disconnected. And it's got yep. to the point where we can't play it anymore. It literally disconnects so often. And doing some digging and looking around, because we, we, me, me and Breton, we know enough about what we're doing to know what we're looking at when we're looking at errors and stuff. As well as just digging around, a bit of Google foo and everything. And it's you play. It is you play every damn time. And it's their insistence to keep you play that drives me mad. And they will do it despite taking customers' money. Despite knowing that it's broken and not giving a shit about fixing it, I hate Ubisoft. They're horrible. <laughs> I can't stand them. And their whole business practice is the equivalent of the contents of a toilet bowl after a night out on the town. I fucking hate them. I can't stand Ubisoft. <laughs> but you know, I can take it or leave it. I'm okay. I'm alright. Thanks, Brett. <laughs> Thank you, Ubisoft. <laughs> Um, your other co-host, Chris, has asked, uh, well, he said, ask him his favourite game about magic. What is your favourite game about magic? <laughs> I like that Chris was so lazy, he didn't even put that in question form. He went, Tom, ask him a question about magic, you know, games and shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, my favourite game, what, with magic in it? It just says, ask him what his favourite game about magic is. So what's your favourite game, game about, magic? about magic? It's a very broad question, that. <laughs> well, I know. so th- this will include any games where there's magic in it. Harry Potter is a potential oh, candidate. No, no. Um, I think I, this is linked to the fact that you are a magician. Yes, yeah, I am. That's well. I think that's why true. he's asking. So maybe he means like magic-y magic, not... Um, Pfft, I don't know what he means. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I my favorite game around magic. Let me think. Um, I re- well, Dragon Age Origins has got tons of magic in it, and it's all about the mages and the Templars and how they do all their magic and stuff like that. So we'll say that to keep it on track with being a gaming podcast. Dragon there Age Origins. Go. There you go. That was okay. quite sensible. Try harder next time, Chris. Out. Well, he did provide a second question. Oh, well, oh, sorry, he did. a second a second statement. <laughs> Ask him about the time he broke a controller playing Amplitude at uni. Oh. <laughs> Phil, tell us about the time you broke a controller playing Amplitude at uni. Well, Chris has misremembered this. I didn't break the console. I broke. Uh, I didn't break the controller. I broke the console. Okay. I. I. This. Right. Did anybody play Amplitude? No. I recognise the name, but I don't remember the game. This, to be brutally is, honest with you, this is one of those games that was out before, like Rocksmith and Guitar Hero and all that kind of stuff. Not Rocksmith, that's actually, I mean, you know, Guitar Hero and all that kind of stuff. Oh, started becoming was, a thing. yeah, it was one of it was one so of the first like, sort of trail games where you had to yeah, press the buttons. Wasn't exactly, it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you have different tracks. You have drums and singing and yeah, the yeah. Well, vocals and uh, guitar and bass and so on. And you have to move across the tracks, hitting the notes for an eight beat, and then if you did, it would activate that track for a bit, and then you can move on. You've got to keep going because the tracks would deactivate again. You're trying to keep the song playing. And they used proper songs and everything, and it was great. A really addictive game. Its predecessor was called Frequency, and then Amplitude came out. Amplitude was really good. Um, Except, on the insane difficulties, it was just mental. Just crazy. Would Um, you say it was insane? Oh, he's right, actually. I'm getting two stories missed together. No, I did. I smashed the controller. Um, Yes, there was just a nutty, (laughs) insane difficulty thing. And that was when I was trying to do one of the amplitude uh, levels on this bloody insane difficulty. God knows why. Um, and I'm getting... I 
I'm getting so close to finishing this this song, and I get to like the last closing beats, and I've made a couple of mistakes, and the song just does that thing that means you've lost. And in one movement, I'm playing on the PlayStation 2. In one movement, stood up, pulled the controller, keeping my hand around the lead because you know PlayStation 2 had leads back then. Um, pulled the controller out. The controller went behind me. The lead slid all the way until I had the end of the controller's, you know, the connector bit in my hand, and then mm-hmm. whipped it round. <laughs> It came all the way over the top and smashed all over the table, and I had no controller. So I only had one controller. It's the only time I have I've taken. Well, no, it's not the one of two times I've taken my anger out on computer game. That that was that was the one time. Uh, I, I, we were a bit insane. We've been playing it for hours and hours on end. Um, the time I smashed a console, which I know I wasn't strictly asked, but that is because the PlayStation 2 had a little weird quirk, which was if you played DVDs in it a lot, it would start to forget how to play games. Does anybody remember this? <laughs> I never played that this... many DVDs to have that problem, right, to yeah. be honest. This, this wasn't just a me thing. This used to happen. You used to get the PlayStation 2, you would play, if you played DVDs a lot in it and, and everything, because obviously uni, so just one PlayStation does everything, um, play DVDs and everything. It would you'd put a game in and it go I don't know what this is. It's like it's a fucking PlayStation Two game and you're a PlayStation Two. This is the easy bit. You should be able to do this. You stupid <laughs> black box of crap. And it just wouldn't. It wouldn't play the game. And one day I got that pissed off with it not doing it. To concentrate the disc out, put it back in. Then I took it out, put it down, smashed it to pieces. We got the door and put the PlayStation between the wall and the door. Smashed it up. It was me and a friend of mine called. Oh, this is a different Chris. Smashed it all up. Got a got a squash racket and beat it to death with a squash racket. And then dropped it out the window because I was on like the second floor and it smashed all over the floor. Went all the way downstairs, picked it up, put it in the bin, went to town and brought another one. Why <laughs> a squash racket? <laughs> but you know, strictly speaking, it wasn't like an anger burst. It was just that it was that fucked. It just wouldn't play games anymore, and it was like I'm gonna throw this away. And what other chance you ever get to smash a console to pieces? So me and Chris were like, we should beat this to death. Yeah, let's do it <laughs> with the squash record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. That, that's the two times I've been violent towards a towards a game. Amplitude and uh, and the the day the PlayStation Two forgot that it was a PlayStation Two. Nice. <laughs> um. Moving on to somebody else's question, mm. that uh, not gaming related and quite frankly weird. Um, Stephen Frodgson has said, "Would you rather lick a tramp's anus or let him ejaculate into your mouth? Either way, you have to swallow some particles. And why do you make your choice that you make?" Uh, okay, so I got to I got to lick a bum hole, or, or I've got to I got to slurp down a tramp's. Yeah, um, we've done both before, Phil. So it doesn't matter which one you say. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with the second one because at least it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. You can make you make a night of that, can't you? But the, the, the I mean, you could make a night of the first one, but that's not my bag. What can I say? <laughs> uh, the second one he sent was a little more. I don't know. How, it's not. No, it's not any more normal. It's just less crude would you rather have your fingers chopped off or your eyes pulled out and why you have to be awake for both options uh you would go with your i would probably oh that's difficult um as far as dealing with the situation goes you'd have your eyes uh taken out because that's going to be quicker than doing 10 fingers isn't it so based purely on that but then you've got to live with it afterwards I could yeah, it'd be harder to adjust to being blind, yeah. So um Either way you're gonna get benefits. <laughs> you never said thumbs. That's what to think about. Wow. <laughs> I'll go with eyes. I'd adjust to eyes, I'd be fine. 
Okay. I wouldn't uh, be fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rub them together on Reddit, it says. You've already actually answered this one, so I don't <laughs> think we need to do it, but do you wear sandals to work? <laughs> no, it's not that one. It's, I always like to hear people's opinion on Far Cry 2, so what's yours? <laughs> Rewind if you want to ask- hear it. I feel like that person knows who I am because I talk about Far Cry 2 all the time. Maybe they do. Uh, And then the last little bit was what do you think of the most overrated and then the most underrated game of all time? Uh, What do I think is the most overrated and underrated? Uh, The most underrated... No, I can... Oh, damn. Oh, I wish I'd known about this so I could have a bit of a think of it. I've definitely got an overrated game. There is a game that everybody loves and I play it and it just leaves me stone cold every time. I've never got into it. Uh, and I've tried over and over again. What is that game? Um, um, you're going to have to delete an awful lot of me thinking now when you do the editing. <laughs> As I try to remember this. Um, oh. Oh, right. Okay, I've got one. This isn't it, but I've got one. I think a really overrated game is the new Deus Ex overrated yeah uh, I'm, okay. I uh, I can't get into that, uh, that I, I'm not going to go into it because I'll be here all day as you can tell I can talk at length about this stuff <laughs> but <laughs> uh, but Deus Ex I wanted to go in loving that game and I got about a quarter of the way through and it, I just want to smash my face on the keyboard repeatedly to make the time go better than playing Deus Ex Mankind Divided <laughs> it, I, I don't know what it, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go into it but definitely that um, okay. They they made Underrated. a lot of mistakes. Underrated, a game that I love that isn't. Um... Far Cry Two. Well, <laughs> the thing is, is everybody loved Far Cry Two when it was out. It's just got left behind. Um, a game that is underrated. Oh, there's not a lot of people who play Hard West. Um, well, funnily enough, talking about Wild West games and everything. Uh, <laughs> did you, have you, any of you heard of heard of that? Nope. No. Okay. There's um That's maybe why it's underrated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 like um you know XCOM. Uh yep. the the sort of new stuff. It's got that feel to it. It's all turn based like that. And you have your little posse of cowboy type people and you're going out and trying to shoot the bad guys essentially. That's the main battle bit, but there's like a campaign keeping it all together as well and you get to choose where you want to go on the map and all that. And it's four stories all interconnected and you've got your little posse thing. But they did a really good look mechanic that when and this is the reason I say under underrated, I'm just gonna I'm not just gonna go, I really like this game and no one else does. I actually have a reason for it and that is the look mechanic at first glance, everybody went, oh, the look mechanic is crap. But you've got to play with it a bit to start understanding why the look mechanic is so clever. Because the whole point of the look mechanic is every single time you get shot at or or attacked or anything, it will knock your luck down. So you'll start on 100 luck and somebody attacks you and they had a 70% chance to hit, you will be left with 30 luck and it will miss. And then the next time somebody attacks you, if they attack you with 40%, you know it's going to hit, for example. And then eventually mm. you'd end up on zero luck. Now similarly, you had to use your all your abilities like fanning the trigger and the, uh, the, some other type of abilities and everything, you know, the, the special things that your characters could do, would also use luck. And you'd only get a small amount back on each turn. So there was this thing where you could go, I can guarantee in a game with percentages, uh, with percentages for hits and all that, um, you know, RNG, that's the word I'm looking for. Uh, With RNG, I can guarantee times where I will survive and I can guarantee times where I am going to get hit. 
but there's always a middle ground where I'm not 100% certain. And it was a brilliant mechanic because it meant that it opened, unlike XCOM, where you could play that game perfectly and still get shafted just because the RNG hates you. And, you mm. know, you'd be take you'd, you'd got 90% chance for this guy to miss and he would shoot you and it'd do a critical and your guy would die and the whole mission falls apart and you think there is nothing I could have done differently. In this, you've got those little moments where you can go, right, I know how to set my guys up and everything and get into the shot and get into the fights and everything. But then, like, you had to try and, on the second and third turn, deal with the fact you've run out of luck now. And do you start holding back to get your luck back again and try not to get shot at? Or do you keep pushing to try and can, try and achieve the mission? On top of that, the Hard West had this weird, over, um, like sort of dark fantasy-esque thing so it was a wild west thing but the devil's around and the undead has come back and stuff like that so it had just really nice twisted fantasy over the top of it really unique game i loved it so much that it's one of the few games where a second i finished playing it i wrote a massive letter to the uh people uh who made it the one of the developers i guess um <laughs> they, i sent a letter yeah. to the developers saying i thought it was i thought it was fantastic and just praising the look mechanic and saying uh, there's there's at least one person out there who gets what you were trying to do i just want you to know that <laughs> because everybody else hated that look mechanic but you have to play with it to get why it was so clever it added a whole other layer of tactics over the top of it so hard west definitely my underrated nice. game i love that game good reasons for choosing it as well yeah Overrated. I'm going to go with Deus Ex, but I know there's another one. There is something else. If I said it, you'd all go <gasps> at me and hate me, but I can't think what it is. FIFA. Oh. <laughs> James, we've established that that is an overrated game. We don't need anything else. Um, I'm going to do five random questions just because we've spent a lot of time talking about other things. So we, we normally do more than that, but we'll do five specifically. So it's going to be a look of the draw as to what we get. So the first one. It's number 12, which is oh, quite easy, really. Sonic or Mario? Sonic. Any particular reason? Uh, I, I Probably just because I grew up with Sonic. I was uh, Master System, Mega Drive, that side. You know, people grew up either on the NES, NES side or the Mega Drive Master System, didn't you? And I was that side, or Sega. So yeah. all of my memories are Sonic, Sonic and & Knuckles and all that kind of stuff. So probably just that. Also, everybody Fair always enough. talks about like if Mario and Sonic were up against each other and... It's the flash problem all over again. Sonic's too quick. Whatever you've got with Mario, Sonic's quicker. So, like, it doesn't matter what Mario <laughs> attempts to do to Sonic in a fight; he won't be there anymore. It's why Flash <laughs> is the you know the OP uh, of the superhero world, isn't he? He just avoids it all. Yeah, he can just avoid absolutely everything. Yeah. There you go. Sonic. The next Sonic one. Life. The next one. On a similar note, I suppose in a way. You can have all of Mario's abilities, but you have to let Bowser sodomize you once a year. <laughs> Do you take the abilities? Well, that's a win-win. It's it? a win-win. Oh, there you go, then. <laughs> I get all the abilities of Mario, and I get a fun night every now and then. <laughs> so that's a yes, then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one is, if you had to live in a video game world, which one would it be and why? You've asked this question before. Uh, on your podcast, you had we have had this conversation at the time. I knew exactly what it would be. Um, Go on. I, I said at the time, <laughs> uh, I'd love to work, live in the world of The Witcher. Um, yes, I I know it's horribly dangerous, and I'm probably going to end up one of the guys who just gets horribly killed in some horrific way. Uh, but I I just the the if you've played Witcher three. Just wandering around the place is an absolute treat. I'd love to live there. Yep. Uh, there's there's something Agreed. awesome about Witcher, and that everybody you meet would be brilliant and give you really interesting things to do all the time. That's that's yeah. Which I'll say Witcher three. Cool. Uh, the next one is 
Would you rather have the following... Sorry, who would you rather have following you for life? Claptrap or Navi? Oh, Claptrap. Yeah, I figured you might say that just because of the the Tales on the Borderlands comment. Uh, I feel like you might be a Borderlands fan. Claptrap is annoying, but um, he's a tunable annoying. Uh, Navi is not tunable. (laughs) (laughs) Navi is permanently annoying. But uh, but Claptrap, you can get to a level where he is... It's a little bit like having... Everybody's got a friend who is just a little bit annoying. He's still your friend, but he's annoying. I'm that person for most of my friends, but just on that subject. <laughs> but everybody's got that person, uh, but you still keep him around, so Claptrap's tunable. You can you can just get, fade him into background noise. Plus, every now and then he does say something funny, so Claptrap. Look at me, I'm dancing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last one, which amazingly manages to come up every single time, and has again today... Sexual intercourse, marriage, or murder, me, Joshua, and James. (laughs) Why? I like this one. (laughs) Well, oh, so hang on a minute. I gotta marry one. I gotta bonk one of you, and I gotta, uh, I gotta kill one of you. Give you a heads up. If you marry me, I ain't moving out, so you can live on your own. Okay, that's a weird. Maybe he wants to come. I want to survive this one. That's all. (laughs) Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna marry Tom, because. Because we could play all the driving games and stuff, and uh, yeah. there we got. I got things there I can do. Whereas I can't really marry uh, James because he plays football games, and that would just make me want. <laughs> um, not because there's anything wrong with people who play football games. I just don't like them. <laughs> more complaints. More complaints. Uh, I would. Well, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do James, aren't I? Yes. Because that's been going on plenty. So yeah. And Woo. I I will kill Josh, but I will do it softly. <laughs> <laughs> I love how much I die on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm better at playing games than I am at playing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing against you, Josh. It's just I have nothing left. Uh, I, don't, I don't have I don't have any games or anything I could play with you. You see, uh, I'm gonna fight back. To take don't, don't worry, he hasn't got any games he's willing to play with us, so he's definitely <laughs> not going to play any with you. Yeah. So I'm, a, I'm a, there. You go. And and if if I end up doing it with Josh, then James might physical harm himself. So you know, kind of. And you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually forgot about two questions that were submitted for you, but were good enough to go on this list for future. And I meant to ask them, so I'm going to quickly do both those. Okay. Uh, one of them was from Poo Poo Noob on Reddit, <laughs> and that was that was another sex kill marry. And it was Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank, Jack, and Sly Cooper. Oh, I, 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 yeah, Sly Cooper is in the sack, definitely. Um, yeah? I'll kill off Ratchet because he's a robot. He can't feel anything. And um, <laughs> I guess I'm married Jack? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> there you go, then. <laughs> That's what's happening. <laughs> and then the other one was um, from Kenny Kickit. Yes, he can. <laughs> yeah, his name is just Kenny Kicky. I just had to add that on the end. Um, who wins in an arm wrestling contest, Solid Snake or Master Chief? Uh, well, if you take Master Chief out of the armor or in the armor, you've got a very different fight going on there, haven't you? No, he doesn't specify. Um, I would say, wait, is um. It's probably Master Chief, not because I like him more. I like Snake more, but I can't imagine Master Chief will lose that, will he? Master Chief was born and then 
grown up on steroids, so he's going to yeah. win. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to go with that. Okay. And thank you to both of you, because we'll put those in for future people as well. Um, there was. A, did you say you brought a question or something with you? Did you say you brought I, something? I didn't bring a question, uh, mm. but um, you, know, you know when Brett was on the... Uh, podcast and um, yes, you asked for the salmon and doubt to come along. Yes, and uh. you mentioned, uh, believe it was Josh mentioned maybe Seymour News will come along when Phil comes on. Oh yes, oh my god! Oh. Right, well I, I I got a bit of disappointment for you because Seymour News is very busy. Ah, uh, uh. right, so he couldn't come on. He can't come well. on the podcast, but we can't get him on ours. In all fairness, Seymour News has never been on the Don't Lose Your Headline podcast. He sends things in. He sends like news stories and stuff in for us, but we've—I've never met the man. He's—he's he's an enigma, right. enigma, God a legend in his own lifetime. But um, but I did, I did. He found out that we were doing on our podcast the personal headlines and stuff, and the winner would get a nice big um, happy thing from me saying how brilliant they are and everything. And mm. just for some reason, Seymour News seems to have taken a liking to Tom. So okay. he sent me a thing to read out, so I can read out a little—I um, don't—I don't know. I guess correspondence that he sent to me to read out on your podcast. Ah, go for it. That's nice. I'm intrigued. Right? Are you, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, you need to know Seymour News. Are you going to read it in a Seymour News style? Is that what's going to happen here? Well, I think I have to, otherwise it will come off a yeah. bit bizarre. So, yeah. So, uh... um, Yeah. Uh, it'd make more sense to anyone who listens to both shows, obviously, but let's do it. Okay. Mind you, I can't imagine anybody understood what the hell the Salmon of Doubt was about either. <laughs> true. <laughs> that is very on. true. <laughs> Seymour, Seymour News is one of the greatest journalists that is living today, and uh, he sees all of the news everywhere and reports on it and uh, he's he's there is no journalist better than him i think that's all the introduction he needs <laughs> so uh, yeah this is this is his thing i shall read it out <laughs> hello my name is Seymour news and i see more news than all of you lot put together and at the same time i cannot be on that gaming podcast called whatever it is the king's bollocks or whatever it's called because i am helping my friend charlie who is recovering from a spastic testicle Instead, alternatively, I am writing the words about a man who is really, really, really above average. You know that dashing, stowing look of slabbing manly pants who does most of the voicing on the podcaster in? Yeah, well, that is Tom King, who is super terrific, and here is why what I am telling you now. First, it is very nice of him to do the volunteering of his time to look after his two retard brothers by putting them in a podcast <laughs> instead of them being out doing naughty things like eating twigs or touching cats on the no-no. <laughs> For one day a week, anyway. the North... <laughs> For one day a week, the north of the great English United Britain can rest easy knowing that the King brothers won't be out on the streets terrorising our granny women and shitting through letterboxes and like that what they do. Well done, Tom. What a service you provide. And you know what else is great? Tom King's penis. <laughs> <laughs> he puts it in the lady parts. You know, the one, the old slitted wink, the hairy green slot. <laughs> The squelch and squish. Green. <laughs> grin. Oh, right. The hairy grin, grin slot. Okay. The squelch and squish. Green. The cleft of plenty. The oozing happy wound. 
and he makes the lady and women go, ooh, that is a kingly cock and no mistake, hurl a loyal road up me chuff and then eat it back out again because I'm a bit kinky and I like that. <laughs> Tom would do it too because he, he is not to judge. No, he's not. He'd slurp out his splurge gravy and drink it down to the last drop. That's the kind of guy he is. That's not to say that Tom is homoerophobic. He's not. He just doesn't stick his hot dog between the chocolate buns if you get my drift and catch my meaning. <laughs> if, he was a man, if he was a man gay, he would be pushing poop back up the crapshoot so hard that there would be the homoerotics walking around spitting out sweet corn from coast to coast. <laughs> I, have to, I have to go because Charlie's dodgy bollock has stopped quivering in my palms and I need to find more news to swallow down, digestify and regurgitate into pure truth nuggets. Remember that Tom King is great. He once gave me a cocktail and I really enjoyed how it seemed to stick and slowly slide down my throat. <laughs> that wasn't true. <laughs> so there's something else great about Tom for you. Lots of lug and hugs. See more news. P.S. Tom King, can I kiss you on the helmet? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thanks, see more news. That was that was see more news sending in a little thing for you. So. Uh... Oh, oh, Christ. <laughs> well... <laughs> That was interesting. <laughs> I might take some of that and add it to my online dating profile, um, <laughs> as it may be good advertisement. Just, just not the green slurge. <laughs> it's not green. <laughs> I don't know where you got green from. Uh, uh, that was incredible. Thanks for for bringing that message along from Seymour News. Yeah, and if you want to uh, cut it and keep it just for yourself, I'll completely understand. <laughs> <laughs> I've only just come to realise that you started this podcast to stop me shitting through my neighbour's letterboxes. I've got a, a fucking job to do when we're done here. Does that mean that James I've is the one touching cats on the no no? Yeah, that's why he's just got two yeah. new ones. <laughs> oh dear. On that note, what I'm going to have to do is just because of time restraints Hell and how yeah. long we've already been here uh, I'm going to have to say thank you to everyone who has contributed if you would like to contribute in future follow us on Twitter with that underscore king underscore thing find us on Facebook by searching for that king thing or look me up on Reddit TomKing89 or follow our subreddit which is r slash r slash that king thing uh, I will let Phil just quickly do his thing and let you know where he and Don't Lose Your Headline are on the internet and then we can say goodbye Okay, if for some reason you want to hear more of that, <laughs> um, what I do, then uh, you can find us on the Don't Lose Your Headline podcast, which I do with Chris Evans and Brett Allen, and we have lots of fun and talk rude and do naughty things. Um, but mostly we cover actual funny news and uh, make games out of it and, yeah, just take the mick out of the world in general. Um, you can find it at www.don'tloseyourheadline.net we're on Twitter at DLYHL Podcast, and then we're on everything like Stitcher and Acast and iTunes and SoundCloud and all of the places that you would find a podcast. Um, so, yeah, that's what we do, and you should come and listen to us if you're not easily offended. And if you have any complaints about what I've done today on the show, then you can send them to phil at don'tloseyourheadline.net. There you go. The end of the <laughs> That's for you, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> that is for Dennis. So on that note, I will say thank you very much to Phil for coming and joining us and making it an entertaining evening and a nice 60th anniversary episode, I think. Yeah, it was Hi, fun. Paul. It was good fun. Wow. <laughs> you've waited an hour and 40-odd minutes and you've just got that in. I was hoping you were going to say it right at the very end after, <laughs> after the music. 
No, because he'll yeah. have given up hope and probably shot himself by then. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, you see what you've done to this podcast? You've just turned it. <laughs> no, he's unlocked the door that was closed. You firmly yeah, closed the door and Phil's just unlocked it. Now yeah, I'm just I've a noticed. wild animal again. I'm, I've I'm, noticed. I'm mainly happy that my main effect on James is to make him forget about the high pool all of this time. That is true. <laughs> Take it as a special compliment. He, he has a <laughs> dilemma now of who does he love more. Chris Redfield, but, Phil or Paul? We'll let him work that one out for himself. Oh. Uh, I'm going to play our remix theme tune by James Hargreaves with the cat noise for Ezio and some Mario noises and shit like that. So everyone say goodbye and I'll play the music and we'll do a dance. Goodbye, everyone. See Bye. y'all later. I legitimately thought I'd followed through whilst Phil was reading his uh, paragraph. What? I was laughing. <laughs> and as I was laughing, I farted. And it, it just honestly was really warm. <laughs> and it felt like I'd followed through. <laughs> oh, I muted my microphone gosh. and checked just to be safe. But That would be oh, wow. the best compliment I've ever had <laughs> if I'd made somebody shit themselves laughing. <laughs>